and welcome to the Ben. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Back. We are having a little fun this weekend with today's show, including, you know, it is Valentine's weekend, FYI, everybody. But as always, it's according to you, it's <laughs> Valentine's weekend, Valentine's Day, Valentine's month, Valentine's year. It's kind of like my birthday. We celebrate the entire month. By the way, remember, the whole millennium. It, 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 this is my birthday month, mm-hmm. FYI. Uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right, folks, as always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas, you know the drill. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. All right, you heard him in the background. My producer, sound engineer, fill-in host, Valentine, I guess I should say that too. Jeff Tigger Earhart is here to keep the show great as always. Thank you, by the way, Tigger, for always jumping in, You're having welcome. my Hope. back. Taking a drink of coffee. Hold on. Look, oh, I oh. thought you were giving me kudos for telling you and actually being nice. You see I'm, that? No, I'm saving this one in the archive. Because <laughs> you heard it, y'all. She said it. You heard it. All right. So, by the way, last week we had a terrific episode with talking ice fishing by the way thank you tigger for doing that great interview with jason wright from ultimate outdoor at oh sorry ultimate outdoor adventures tv you guys talked about ice fishing well one of our field staffers that we haven't heard from in a while silent steve you know he's been kind of busy scuba out there. Steve. yes yes our scuba buddy steve. silent steve silent scuba steve well he on instagram got a hold of me and started shooting me pictures saying by the way back this is why i've been so quiet I've been ice fishing myself. How's it been going? Pretty dang good. We'll put it that way. He, uh, he's, you know, we talked about that ice fishing is a great thing for the entire family, and that's actually what he's been doing. He's got three kids that are, you know, ages growing from I think kindergarten all the way down to three years old, and that's what he's been doing when he's not working is taking those kids out ice fishing. But you know, there are still many listeners that are saying that are challenging that statement that you just said when you go, it's a great activity for the family. There's a lot of people that are going to say, are you kidding me? Why? <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? Well, let's put it this way. I can't blame him for thinking I, I got a kick out of the, Steve, I got a kick out of the pictures he sent us. He's been pulling everything from walleyes to perch out of that little ice hole. Anyway, it looks like a lot of fun, and I think we should all be giving it a try. That sound means it is time for our Spotlight segment. It's been a while since I've done this, and I'm throwing one back to my own crew. And the reason why is over the years, you might have heard Tigger talk to you about myself with my shooting, long range, things like that. Well, I've got to give a shout out to my one and only mom, matriarch of the family. She surprised us the other day with it being predator control you talk about predator control meaning coyotes coming in you know you kind of got to keep on top of them especially in the ranching world uh you you know you got to watch your cattle stuff like that well my mom is a bit of an annie oakley we'll put it this way and uh, kudos to her as she was looking out her dining room window the other day spotted a coyote coming in Found her 243. Yes, that's what she shoots, a 243. Hasn't shot it in a while, but dusted it off. And she was able to uh, get herself a big fluffy coyote at over 300 yards. But that was according to Lois. Truth be told, (laughs) he was about 20 feet away. 
walked down the road, stood still, stared at her from the road, turned sideways, and actually took his nose and pointed behind his shoulder. That's the truth. <laughs> 300 yards, oh. three yards. Well, great shot, though. It was, a, it was a great shot. Yes, it was impressive, impressive, and no worries. You know, she did a nice job. It was a fluffy coyote, and I believe she even gave the hide to one of my nephews so that he can sell it to put money towards his next rifle of his own. So there you go, Mom. Way to go. Way to make us all proud. Sit back and enjoy the news. Heading to Minnesota, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources is pleased to announce another phase of the extremely popular No Child Left Inside grants. These grants help more children cast a line, study animal tracks, hike or bike, or simply learn about nature. Public entities and nonprofit organizations serving youth under age 18 can apply for these No Child Left Inside grants. For more information about the grant program, instructions on how to apply, or a link for the application, visit the No Child Left Inside Grants page found on the Minnesota DNR website. Easiest way is to Google No Child Left Inside Grant. Yes, Tigger. Here, here's my idea for a grant. No Child Left Inside. Here's what you do. You grab them and you open the door and you kick them out. <laughs> Voila. You don't need a grant to do it. I'm, I'm just saying. Toss them a snow shovel I'm while just, you throw I, them I'm out the door, saying, too, right? Here, you want a part-time job? I got one for you. Boom. Oh, one thing I do want to say is I hope other states and people are paying attention to these ideas for grants because I am happy to hear that there are being funds used to pushing our youth outdoors and being very Outdoor supportive. activities that they're yes. supporting them doing different yes, things. Yes, this is wonderful. I, I, I we're, tease, con- we're 100% behind this. I tease a little bit about that, but realistically, it's with a lot of underprivileged children that maybe don't have the opportunity to go kayaking yes. or, or people to go, go hunting with. or people to go with. North Carolina, it must be one lucky lake. Bill Sutton and his 13-year-old daughter, Georgia, were fishing the Ice Bowl Catfish Tournament on Care Lake, which straddles the North Carolina-Virginia state line, by the way. Finally landing what Bill thought was a monster, they got the massive catfish into the boat. Both Bill and Georgia struggled just to roll him in and realized it was bigger than his daughter. They pulled anchor and ran their boat back to the tournament way station. The Sutton's catfish, get this, it weighed in at 112 pounds, 54 ounces, and was nearly twice as large as the second place blue catfish, which I'd be excited to pull this one in myself at 59 pounds and 23 ounces. Way to go to Bill and Georgia Sutton on their 112-pound, 54-ounce catfish. By the way, this lake is known for record blue catfish. In 2011, the world record was pulled in, and it weighed in at 143 pounds. Let's head south to Louisiana. Wild hogs are all too common in the south, and especially in Louisiana, where plenty of rivers and lowland bottoms make for ideal feral pig habitat. But when 22-year-old rookie deer hunter Ashton Corkin climbed into his stand, he had no idea the wild boar he would see would be the king of all hogs in Washington Parish. Ashton had seen trail cam photos of a good buck on family land north of New Orleans. He borrowed his brother's Remington 700 and settled into the stand. Soon he noticed a huge black blob moving around and thought it was a bear and it was because it was so big and black. 
Ashton looked through his scope and saw it was a giant wild hog, the same one that he and family members had seen in nighttime trail cam photos. No one had seen the huge pig during the day. According to Ashton, we called him the king because he was so massive and acted like he ruled the roost. A good number of hogs live in the area because the property isn't too far from a river, but this pig was different. He was a real giant. Anyway, Ashton got settled in behind his 243, aimed behind the hog's shoulder and squeezed the trigger. It took Ashton and two other men to load this massive animal into the back of their UTV on a farm scale. The feral hog weighed in at 260 pounds. Later, Corgan returned to the same stand, still going after that nice eight-point buck he had spotted in trail cam footage. And guess what? He came by his stand and he was able to rifle that one too. Talk about a memorable day and a memorable hunt. Well, there you have it, everybody. We've had some fun stories and we're not stopping there. After the break, Tigger's coming back. Let me guess we're back. talking Valentine's Day. Or maybe affirmations of love. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, we're going to have some fun, folks. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? No, absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to Atlas Track. Com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. Welcome back, everyone. I have Tigger jumping in on this middle segment with me because, you know, in honor of it is Valentine's, you know, at the same time, we're still getting through the dark days of winter. It's kind of a good time, I think, to look at each other, not just at one, one another in our relationships, but looking at your family as a whole when you think about love. There's so it's not just marriage counseling and relationship. No, I'm looking at how, let's today. let's save the whole family on top of it because what I'm getting at is the different love languages and these are topics that we actually sometimes Tigger and I will talk about because we all um, maybe incorporate the feeling of love from somebody else in different ways and I know some of you are going whoa this is supposed to be the outdoors how does this pertain but what this can pertain to is is how to incorporate these fun activities these things that we're doing 
outside and bring them back into so that everybody as a group, as a whole, gets something out of it. Because everybody, we we give and we receive love in basically five different ways, the five different love languages. So sometimes we aren't communicating with one another, with uh, with your, your significant other, uh, with the missus, or you aren't maybe communicating with, with your folks. Or even with your with, kids. With your dad or with your kids because they have, they, they give and receive and perceive love differently than we do. Five basic general different ways, yeah. So, so we're, we're going to save everybody today is what we're going to do. There you go. Who in the world would have thought you'd come to Beck and Tigger oh, to be saved? Lord have mercy. <laughs> to keep those conversations happening around the dinner table. Well, those five languages that Tigger is talking about is the first one would be words of affirmation, which is, you know, being able to speak and you say. You did a good job. There you Beck go. Beck did a good job. Correct. Another one would be acts of service. I did the dishes. Yes. I did all the laundry. Rest. Where one person might feel like they're taken advantage of, that they're not realizing that that is an act of love, showing that every day you do something special for that person. Correct. Another one would be receiving gifts. Some people like to actually you receive. You bought me a new dooley. <laughs> you sent me a bouquet of flowers. I like the dooley myself. <laughs> you see how, how much cheaper my option mm -hmm. was? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Then we get to number four, which would be quality time. Just taking that time out to be with one another. Do and, something together. And that is exactly. Plan. Plan a trip. Plan an activity. Go for a walk. Just spending that quality time. One of our favorite hikes. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. Last one is physical touch. Hugs. There you go. Maybe mm -hmm. dancing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know. So there you Are have you it. Are you hinting at something? <laughs> I am trying to help him out as we're gonna much have to as go I to, can. Crew, we're going to have to go to a commercial break. But, so I need I need to ask you this on behalf of everybody listening. Where are you going with this? We're all a little nervous here, me, me included. You're, ta you're talking about five love languages, which is interesting. So well, tell us. Where I'm going with this is a lot of times because you, whether it's just you and your significant other or your wife or a spouse or otherwise, if you look at the bigger dynamic of your family, you are trying to satisfy all these needs, these cravings that we all have. We all want to feel love. We all want to feel like what we're doing together is beneficial for everybody, but it may not be received as beneficial for everybody. And I wanted to use us kind of as an example as there's been some things that we have found between us. You know, don't worry, there's been frying pans thrown at each other. We're not we're not saints here, but we I have... I am so nervous about... <laughs> I don't know where you're going with we this, We have dude. found things that work for us. And for an example, that covers a multitude of these love languages. One of them would be one of my favorite, which is cooking, which nobody would have ever I'm thought I would you. say. I'm okay, I'm with you but on this. Cooking, I understand. Cooking is one of those where now you're scratching your head going, oh, great. I can't even decide what to make for supper. But cooking has become for us, whether we are in the outdoors around a campfire in the backyard in front of the grill, or it's too dang cold out and we're inside the house, it's that learning to two people to work inside of a kitchen together, um, making up a new recipe together, learning how it might be nice. Tigger might tell me to sit down and pour myself a glass of wine while he cooks and he serves me a meal. Or or kids doing that for Valentine's Day, maybe cook a meal for mom or for yes. dad if, if they are the ones that, you know, if dad does most of the cooking or if mom does the cooking. Is that what you mean? Doing something something like that? Yeah, something that kind of encompasses a couple of these different love languages 
that just makes it a little bit more special. I think I'm smelling what you're cooking here. Ah, see how I did that cooking. See how I did that. <laughs> Which is you and I enjoy to cook together. Correct. And this isn't something we realized in the beginning. No, it is. It's taken us a lot of time to realize how much we can appreciate what we're learning together, plus working in a smaller, intimate environment. But you and I came together. Let's just let everybody, you and I came together later in life. It wasn't like we started dating in high school and went to prom together. We found each other. Much later in life. Much later in life, just recently. So you kind of had your way of (laughs) doing, you have your way of doing things. I have my way of doing things. And we found out that both of us love to cook and we like to do that. But you and I clashed in the kitchen because we were uh, we were step- literally stepping on each other's toes. It was one of those a dominance thing. You almost want to be like, well, this is the way I've always done it. Right. This is the way you've right. always no, you done it. I right, like a little right, more yeah. salt. I like a little more pepper. You know, all of that to blend it together to find out you can have fun and create something completely new. And now has, uh, I like where you're going with this because just over the weekend, we did this, uh, was it two times? I I should know this, it was just the weekend, but a couple of times we were doing some different recipes and experimenting and we we had a, a great time. We had a wonderful time because we were goofing around with one another. We were laughing. We each we poured ourselves a drink. We, we each had an adult beverage. We got to be honest. Pendleton Whiskey, <laughs> not a sponsor. Yes. Yet. You know, we, we had fun. We were, uh, we went in and we went out and we, we purchased said items that we were going to try mm-hmm. cooking with. And, and we had fun trying out new did. items we had not tried before. And at the same time, you're looking at going, well, why are you talking about doing it now? It's kind of the off season for us. You and I, where we live, is a little colder. We're not outside camping. We're not outside barbecuing. But this is a great time to start practicing so that when the outdoor season happens, we already kind of have our jam. We know how to work together. We're trying to we're trying to just give some people some ideas for for Thanksgiving Day. Now (laughs) thinking food for Valentine's Day. Valentine's. It's not necessarily what to do for your. For your spouse, maybe, but maybe it's for your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, yes. you know what, grab the grandkids and how fun would that be? Perfect example is my mom and dad. How much fun do they get when they see all of the grandkids that are cooking? It, it, it terrifies my mother because she has to step away. but Lose control. Lose control a little bit. But look at what they're doing in terms of showing the appreciation of, of cooking this deal for grandpa and grandma and for all of us together. And again, you use the word together. together it brought us together. all together. So now you can tell where you can see where we were going down this road and we're not done yet. We're talking about cooking because I've come up with a couple of recipes when we come back from oh, the break. Look at how you got this. I was I've got your back, you everybody. I've got your back. So stick with us. I've got Just a couple of fun recipes that I'll have you covered and make for a very successful holiday Valentine weekend. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. What can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt, and most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. Be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. 
Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Welcome back, everybody. As I hinted before break, we're still talking about cooking, and I have a recipe for all of you to help you with your Valentine menu. What I am going to do, we are heading into the kitchen of our cabin here, and we are going to be cooking up some filet mignons. Who doesn't like a little steak to end their day? Here we go. I love using filet mignons, and I know sometimes it can be a little touchy. People are a little scared to cook with them, so here is my easy, no-fail recipe on how I take care of my steaks. I always make sure to get them about six ounces each. So they're, you know, but at least an inch in thickness. You're also going to want some bacon on hand, kitchen twine, and a, about three to four tablespoons of butter. There we go. How does that sound? Pretty easy. Look at that. Look at that short ingredient list I just gave you. First off, let's take the steaks out of the fridge. I've had them already out of the fridge on the counter and they've been warming up the idea is you want to bring your steaks up to room temperature. This usually takes around three, about 30 minutes or so, give or take. And while they are warming up, I'm also preheating my oven to 450 degrees. Now, once these steaks have warmed up to room temperature, I'm wrapping the edges of each steak with a strip of bacon. And that's where I'm going to use the kitchen twine. I'm going to secure. Here I am tying a little bow tie around it, wrapping that bacon around it, secured it with the kitchen twine. Next, I'm seasoning the steaks with salt and pepper. Now I'm pretty, I use quite a bit of salt and pepper on my steaks and I make sure to do both sides. Next thing you need to grab is your large oven safe skillet. You know, here's Tigger, he loves his cast iron. That's what I'm using is a cast iron skillet. Over medium heat, I'm putting it on the, on the stove right now, letting it get hot and I'm tossing in some butter, about a tablespoon or so. So it coats the pan as it's melting. I'm moving it around here. You might hear a little sizzling or something in the background, but moving the butter around so it coats the whole pan. And now what I'm doing is putting each steak in the same pan so that I can sear the side. It only takes about 90 seconds. So there you go. Look at your watch there. 90 seconds on each side just to sear them. Now, as they're searing, I've double checked. My oven is at 450 degrees. All right, here we go. I'm flipping the steaks over, doing another 90 seconds. Fast forward here a little bit. Now we're ready to put them in the oven and we're going to stick them in the oven for about five to six minutes per side for the steak. So it's about 10 minutes total if you're going for a medium rare. That's kind of where we're at. We're the type of medium rare, medium um, on our steaks. That's kind of where we like them. Just to be sure, we use a meat thermometer. I know some people are able to just kind of push it with their hands. They've seen, you know, Gordon Ramsay on TV and do all that. Do I'm know, not fancy you know like that? that. No, it's it's on my list of things to learn how to do. But meat thermometer, they're inexpensive. A couple bucks. Just keep one in your drawer. So here we go. All right, we put it, test it. 
135 degrees in the thickest part of the steak is where you're going to want it. Now the steaks are done, pulling them out of that oven after that, and they're on that hot skillet. Be careful, don't be burning yourself. Uh, now what you need to do is just set them off to the side. We're going to use a clean plate right here I have sitting here. I'm taking the steaks out of the cast iron, setting them on the plate to kind of let them rest for the next six, seven, ten minutes or so. And But while they're resting, my little secret is I put a pat of butter on each one too. Oh, who doesn't like butter? Just let them Feeling melt the arteries right clog. over the top of those steaks. So there you have it, everybody. Beck's easy to cook filet mignons. But just remember, the important thing is, is you do need to let those steaks sit and in, in, you know, and in, in just embrace those juices that are around them. You want to make it look a little fancier if you got a little rosemary hanging around. Put a sprig of that on each one. They're ready to serve. If you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call, text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere. Facebook and Instagram. Follow at A with the circle, The Bend Show. A huge thank you to my hiking, cooking, adventuring partner, Jeff Tigger Earhart, for getting candid on life and relationship goals with us, keeping the spice in life. As you all make the new memories now for 2022. Spice sure- in life? I saved a bunch of relationships <laughs> out there. Well, I just reminded a bunch of people that Valentine's Day is coming up. So, guys, if you want to send me a thank you, you're welcome. Oh, as always, we want to hear about your 2022 <laughs> memories as you have them happen. Be sure to email us pictures, tag us on social media at the Ben Show, hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see and hear about those outdoor moments. Missed this episode? Find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. By the way, booking for 2022 and 2023 events now. Change things up and have us, Beck and Tigger, help you with your event. From MCs to entertainment to even acting as that special host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. We'll save your marriage. <laughs> Thank you to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack, Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wabalo Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along, got some relationship advice from us. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Mm-hmm.